Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Friends of Flavor podcast, the podcast about finding yourself within your friends while BSing along the way. And we got Mandy back. We're going to chit-chat it up. She's one of the, uh, I would say, co-hosts of this show because I have her on. Or I try, I'd, like, I'd like to have you on more frequently. <laughs> um, but I think uh, Jacqueline's beating you out on that right now. I'm sorry. Yeah. No beef, no drama. No, no drama. Yeah. Next, next time I'm on, I'm going to come up with a rap button. So <laughs> and uh, today we're going to do a little catching up. Um, we're going to be talking a little bit of uh, Mardi Gras, maybe some Joe Rogan, and uh, a little chit-chat about education. Yeah, so tune in, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy. Urban South King Cake Milkshake Sour, not milkshake soup, like you misread when I sent it in a text one time. Uh, I need glasses. <laughs> Don't really? think I didn't go back and look at the picture. <laughs> I know you did. I, did. I, was, I looked at the can. I was like, big typo. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's weird and good. Yep. You know what the thing that... um confuses me or just I think that's just what throws me off is like when you drink when you're so used to drinking beers you're like I don't expect it to be sweet but then like you yeah. drink this one and that other king cake you had I was like huh it's kind of sweet that's kind of weird we go all in one family and we put heavies to work yeah <laughs> here in Mobile we celebrate Mardi Gras we'd like to say that Mobile is the founder of Mardi Gras, unlike New Orleans, who claims it. And to me, theirs is a little more uh, raunchy and dirty to me. Wow. I, guess, I guess as a kid, like you're growing up and that's all you see on TV, right? Like at, at the, the three, three o'clock in the morning, two o'clock morning spot, it's like, girls gone wild and mm-hmm. girls in fucking New Orleans showing their boobs. And so that's all you think. But I've, I've heard like, bad stories about people going to Mardi Gras in New Orleans and it's just bad like chicks getting groped and shit like that and yeah. it's like why would you want to put yourself in that situation uh well yeah <laughs> I was gonna say they're a little more risque but <laughs> raunchy works and Mobile has its raunchy too and scary moments I don't know if you heard it on the news but a lady was literally trying to get off work on Monday night and that's during Mardi Gras right okay of course, you can't come downtown. So yeah. She had to go all the way out towards Congress. Congress is like really, really close to the interstate. She tried to get out of town. Well, there's no service because everybody's got off downtown. Yep. And she turns around because she tries to get broad. She turns around. She's driving. And she hears. That's my impression of fireworks. Right? Oh, I thought that was a flat tire. So. No, no, no. Well, you're getting close. And, <laughs> but she realizes, oh, those aren't fireworks. Oh. People are shooting up this lady's car. Wow. Uh, yeah. So she finally, of course, adrenaline kicks in. She's been shot. She doesn't know where she's shot. She just knows that she's been shot. Wow, I didn't know that. So she managed, she's trying to call 911, and she can't get through. There's no service downtown. Yeah. And uh, she 
finally get out of the way and get service, call 911. I mean, the police are already down there, so it's like 20 cops, it's swarming, paramedics. And yeah, people are just... Did she live? Yeah, she's still alive. Okay, well, They're just down there shooting up cars coming through the wow. freaking neighborhood. Well, yeah. I mean, where's... Were they trying to rob her, or it was just no, random? No, I think she was literally just driving, and I think the people were, like, were drunk playing with their guns. But that's the second gun story I've heard. They wow. were she got shot, and I think she had her arm up on the window. Mm-hmm. So she got shot in her arm and went through her bicep, down her arm, and came out her wrist. Wow. Right. So it That's a long through and through. through. It could have went, like, through her body. Yeah. Right? Uh, she's fine. She's obviously scared. Yeah. I and they too. shot her. And so apparently the police get there, they realize her car got holes in it, and she had a flat tire. That's did they, they, not, <laughs> did they find who did it? We don't know. So explain to people who don't know exactly what Mardi Gras is. So I uh, moved to Mobile. Kind of me too. I don't really 100% know what Mardi Gras oh, is. I, I actually looked up this, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I moved to Mobile because of Mardi Gras. Just so you guys know, it's not all about people getting shot in their car. It's just... <laughs> An example of how Mobile can be like New Orleans. Okay. It's my understanding that it is a celebration carnival season before Lent begins. So basically, you get to be this gluttonous fatty mm-hmm. do all these bad things that you know you're not supposed to be doing before you repent and go towards Lent, right? Because yeah. you're always supposed to give up all so, your... So when I read it, uh, I don't think it was Wikipedia, but it was something similar to it. And it's like Mardi Gras was a celebration of one spring mm-hmm. and then uh, fertilization. Mm. I was like, what? Like, is that, is that like springtime? I was like, okay, it's time to do it. It's time to do it. <laughs> Bunnies. Yeah. So that, that is for another podcast. <laughs> Are we going to talk about who's first and who's second in Mardi Gras? Um, I mean... New Orleans claims it. New Orleans claims it, but let's be real. Okay, history time. Yeah, it's rewind time. Alright, so, back in the day, when Spanish came over, they they landed in Mobile. And uh, I think the... Not Christopher Columbus. Not Christopher Columbus. Yeah, he's something else. Now, this, uh, this soldier, or or captain, this last name was Bienville. Ah, Bienville Square. Bienville Square is where he landed because it was it's the mouth from the port, mm-hmm. right? the mouth of the river. Playmobil is the capital of French Louisiana. Okay. Then you know American Revolution happens and they're like, mm, the British are over here. We out. So yeah. they moved the capital to Biloxi. British came over there. They moved the capital to more to not New Orleans is not the capital of Baton Rouge, but they moved it to the actual state of Louisiana. We have a special character in Mobile. His name is Joe Kane. They say that Joe Kane had the first original parade. He dressed up like an Indian. He's very racist. <laughs> and yep. He paraded down the street by himself in like the 1860s. And then the next year, he paraded and he had a group of people behind him. Right? Uh, okay. But the real story, thank you, Mobile Mass. Shout out to them. Is Actually, it's a man and his wife. And his wife. I've seen I've seen his car. Well, I follow him on Facebook. Yeah, he does great articles. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I've seen his actually seen his car at Rouse's down here. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's so cute. I wish they could get pictures. But (laughs) he says that Joe Kane was actually in New Orleans the time that they said he was here in Mobile, 
And he's now enough to adjust the regular parade for fire department because he's a fireman here in the building. Wow. He really liked that atmosphere. He was like, I'm going to bring this parade to here. To here. Now, it wasn't a Mardi Gras parade. It was just a celebrating being by by the parade. Yeah. Right? So he does bring it back. And it's like 1830. And Mobile actually used floats and costumes. Well, New Orleans was like, hey, that's cool. <laughs> so a few years later, like maybe 10, maybe 10, 15 years later, they have their first Mardi Gras, true Mardi Gras parade. And they borrowed the floats and costumes. The same Mobile. ones that they used for Mobile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, thieves! Thieves! <laughs> so the story is, Mobile started it, but... New Orleans showed them where they had it. Mobile's first parade was on New Year's Eve, which is before the ah, season. Yeah. Yes. That's the history of Ah, Martin. that's interesting. I would I wouldn't know that. Yeah, well, so I didn't even read that stuff. Oh I, I had to read it for a movie. <laughs> you know, that and the uh, racist organization. Oh yeah. Well well my question is how did how did you actually like how did you find out about Mardi Gras and what made you like get so deep into it? Oh, we have two really good friends that live here, and uh, they invited us to come down for Mardi Gras one year. I think it was 2012, and I am PK, preacher kid, and I remember when I was in middle school, our dance was theme was Mardi Gras, the carnival season. And my dad wouldn't let me go, hmm. he said it was the devil. Yeah, right? I can see that. So I said, well, I guess I know, he's like, they wear masks, you don't know who they are. Which I still feel that way about some folks. Oh, yeah. Some stuff, but I, I never got to experience anything. Well, like now we wear a mask over our mouths. That's right. Protect mm-hmm. us from Rona. Yeah. Uh, and it was the absolute best time I'd had with my friends in no. my entire life. And we kept coming year after year. So just something that, uh, like a tradition it's that you created good. that day. Created. They, they created that. And uh, they're still here. They, we still go to the same spot. Okay. Oh. I haven't met them, huh? You met him. Yeah. You met him Sunday. Sunday? <laughs> I don't think I got introduced to them. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. All my years living here in Mobile, I've never went downtown until I actually had kids. Wow. Um, but I didn't even take my kids when they were like young, young. I took, well, Ellie maybe, but you know, I think Ellie is probably like. At least in the double digits by the time I took her. And of course, you can, you know, kind of a teenager already. Of course, we went Joe Kane Sunday. You'd get your typical beads and stuff. One, there was a real tall motherfucker in front of me. And he just <laughs> did this and catch everything that they throw to him. Like, I would make eye contact with the guy in the float. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, I got you. And he'll throw it. And this guy just, whoop, just puts his wow. hand up. Like, you he's you want to look at you. Yeah, that's right. But that that's the key to Mardi Gras. If you're trying to catch something good, you just bring a kid. Because they always they always give stuff to like the cute kids. They love cute kids. Cute kids or like catchy signs. Mm-hmm. Our friends have a little girl and she's freaking adorable, and they bring her in a wagon oh. for all the crap because they. I mean, she's so cute. You yeah. Give, we give her all this crap. Yeah. I mean, you would feel like an asshole if you didn't right. give her just cute kid cute something. Cute kid on stuffed animals that she don't need. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things they also throw is ramen noodles. Mm. But like most of the time it's always like top ramen, right? So yeah. one of my friends, she posts on her Instagram stories, like she actually got like really good like Korean noodles. I'm like, wow, who's Whoa, throwing these? Who's That's, she's like, I she's like, I won today in Mardi Gras. I'm like, yeah, you did, because normally it's just crappy top ramen. Dang. 
Yeah. Like, what brand is this? Yeah, right? It's like, I would actually eat that throw. That's hilarious. I got some uh, rat snacks ramen. It was uh, Master Peas. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen those at Rouse's. <laughs> I didn't try them, but my kids ate them. And it was like, uh, I forgot which, what flavor Master's P, Master Peas was. I but, so, um, something gumbo is the one I got. Yeah, E40 is like prime rib and like... <laughs> Like steak or something stupid, oh. or prime rib and shrimp or something. Oh, I, I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> Part of Mardi Gras too is all these balls that these organizations have, and uh, I think the first ball that Roth and I ever went to was Inca because you know an old friend of ours or mine um, gave us got us tickets, and we went. He's like, "Yeah, come! It'll be a great time." And uh, needless to say, that was the last ball we went to. <laughs> Uh, one, I mean, it was okay. Free drinks and stuff was cool, but there was a lot of, um, maybe it's just that organization because I know there's others that are better, but I remember specifically going and Claim was actually in this organization. He had a room that, you know, has all the, you know, everyone has their own room and they have food and stuff and you can go with Claim. The guy that had my, um, the one who prints the shirts and stuff. Oh, man, I thought you said Clam. No. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I might have a friend named Clam. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> oh, no. Clam, a.k.a. Cleasy. Got it, got it. Uh, he was part of the Incas, and um, I was, I, I know he was drunk. One, you can't, you can't be there and not be drunk. Right. Um, and the first thing he said to me was like, wow, they let you in? I was like, First, I was like, yeah, I got tickets. Like, like, I didn't think nothing of it until after. I was like, oh, wow, it was a, a real race thing. And that, you know, normally this organization probably doesn't let, you know, people of color in this ball. I mean, I, which I've, I've seen, I, when I was there, I had to think back. I was like, man, did I really see anyone else of color? I saw a lady that we knew. She's an older Asian lady, but she's all, she does also hang around a lot of, older you know white men but yeah she was there but i, I was like i had to think back like, man do I, do I remember seeing anyone else of color in that party besides us and so that was one thing and then like the other thing was like we got separated because we had to take pictures like group photos with the guy that we went and you know everyone that he invited and roth got separated from me so there was like a stage in the center of this building and so the hallways wrap around it so we, I exited one way and she exited the other way to stage because I was like, hold on, I got to go get my drink because I left my drink for some reason. I was like, I thought I needed this drink. Even though, I, right? Even though I could have got a new one somewhere else for free. <laughs> so Roth gets separated and she's walking back and she's calling me like frantically. Like, you know, I got, and we get bad cell service. So of course I get like two or three missed calls from her. And by the time we meet up, she's like kind of terrified. She's like, I'm ready to go. I was like, all right, well, are you tired or what? She's like, nah, I just don't feel like I want to be here. I was like, all right. And she just felt like all these, like, older, like, white guys just staring her down because she was lost and, mm -hmm. you know, and not typical white, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, and so she felt very violated. And so she's like, yeah, we, I, we, I want to go. So we left, and that was the last ball we ever went to. And I'm not sure we'd ever go back. Um, I don't really care to. I think she went to another one, which was Mystics. I think Mystics is more open um, as far as race goes. But I mean, if she wants to go to something like that, I'm fine. Or I know you said you would never go again to a ball. Oh, oh I, I 
Okay. Well, why is that? You know, originally we were talking about it, and when we first came, someone gave us bad information and said that we would have to dress a certain way specific to our gender, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily the case. So, Lee and I, I mean, we wore a dress, we both wore a dress for our wedding. Right. Like, sometimes I want to wear a dress, but most of the times I don't. Mm-hmm. I just don't, the same reason I don't want to wear dress so fancy because I'm, I'm plain Jane and I don't want to be stuck and then be a bad experience, mm-hmm. right? And feeling like I can't get out. But I don't, mm-hmm. I also don't want to be the one that, to go in assuming I'm going to have a bad experience. Right. right? So I would rather just go to parades. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of those things like you'd rather just not put yourself in that situation right. instead of risking it either happening or not happening, you know? Right. Because um, I got friends that are white males, strong, whatever, <laughs> and they just go because the money goes to a cause and their support and they've been to the gay organizations and were treated like that until they were gay. Right. That is dumb. Yep. Like, you sold them a ticket. Yep. Everyone should be included. Like, you were doing the same things that you preach about other organizations doing. Right. So, I don't, I don't want to be a part of something like that. Yep. Well, and when I bought... When I brought up race to some other guys that, you know, are familiar, more familiar with Mardi Gras and one of them's actually in an organization as well, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, and I brought up the same situation to him and they're like, well, it's, it's a two way street or something like that. You can't, you can't preach that these organizations are racist, but they're also, there's also in like an all black, um, organization and they won't let any white people join it you can't call reverse racism one reverse racism isn't a thing racism is racism Um, and two they had to form their own organization because you wouldn't rest it in yours exactly but so but my only thing to that too is just like at this day and age you can't i think both need to go yeah exactly i agree you can't you can't preach you know hey someone stop being racist when you're also being racist as well and that's not just towards, you know, white, black, that's like towards Asian, that's towards everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't, you can't cure racism with more racism. It's right. Like you gotta cure it with love, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and speaking of racism, uh, <laughs> we're still rolling. We're still rolling. Uh, well, it, it was just something I wanted to bring up because I remember you had asked me about the whole Joe Rogan thing and mm-hmm. we won't dive too deep into it because... Um, I don't know if you actually, I could, one, I couldn't actually find all the footage of whoever dug it up mm-hmm. of him saying the N-word a lot, and which is terrible in itself. But at the same time, it's, it's, it's almost like his upbringing. So, like, everyone that he's been around completely backs him. Like, yeah. especially, you know, like, people of African-American descent, like, they back Joe Rogan. They're like, yeah, Joe Rogan's not a racist. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I agree with that. And I think it was more of just an agenda thing because of the people who actually dug up all this footage was old, old, old Joe Rogan footage. Like, like it wasn't just one person. Like you had to have a team to like <laughs> dig up all this old footage. And you're like, Hey, watch all these old clips and let's find all the times he said that word. You yeah. know? And it was just like, they had an agenda to try to get rid of this guy because Joe Rogan didn't either fit what they were you know, preaching or he was going against what they believed in, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, it's, to me, it's just all politics. Yeah. I, sadly, I, I 
never heard his podcast ever. So really? really? Yeah. So I really don't have uh, a lot to say on it. I I would hope that I think I think I said it to you once before is um, sometimes I felt like I made people feel too comfortable that they could speak. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't take that blame. Like I, I'm not the reason that you said it. Um, I'm talking about life about people around me. But um, maybe he was surrounded by people who made him feel like it was okay. Yeah. Right. And it's not. Yeah. But I've never watched his shows or anything. A lot of a, a lot of people from different backgrounds are like, okay, this is y'all just y'all trying too hard. Yeah. Heard one episode, so I can be like, yeah, <laughs> you're racist or boo, it, or yay, Joe Rogan. It, they were older ones. Like some, some of this podcast is good, but even me, even when it's an interesting topic that I, I think would be good, I can't listen to this podcast because it's too damn long. It's like three hours. Yeah, that's too long. But even when Chappelle was on there, I was like I love Chappelle, but I was like, man, I listen to like an hour of it, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> um, I love but with him, like, I don't want to dive too deep in race. I, I feel like that's a conversation me and you should have personally as friends. Mm-hmm. But the thing with that, too, is, like, we live in this thing where it's just everything is such... Everyone has supposedly a voice now. Mm-hmm. And you, you're not even famous, but you have Twitter, <laughs> you have social media, so everyone thinks they have... They can put in their two cents and cancel someone for doing something wrong or yeah. doing something... Yeah that they don't see one fits their agenda. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, do you think that's, do you think that's right? And that like we as a group of people have the right to more or less ruin someone's life or like ruin someone's career. I, I really thought about it. I really sent it over and I think I have the unpopular opinion of that. I don't think that cancel culture is all bad. I really don't. I think mm-hmm. that sometimes Uh, never buy Chick-fil-A again because Chick-fil-A is <laughs> delicious because okay. Chick-fil-A is delicious and I have the app and I am a silver oh you're a bigger you're a higher <laughs> member than I am and I mean I just I do and I don't it's really hard because it's not like you said a lot of people feel like they have a voice and they just say whatever the hell they want right. with no consequence that's what people are talking about like you don't get to just say what else yeah and then not expect something to happen. Yeah. I mean, I just, yeah, I mean, I'm about to say, I think that in some some places, I some places like, it is. Uh, I feel like Donald Trump is probably one of the big ones. Where, yes, but I mean, some people like the guy. I'm not gonna say that he's he's a great person, but he, I also think he's just a. He might just be a decent business person. Like, I think so. I mean, I mean he makes a lot of money, so he knows something about business. But. Yeah, think about like in the early 90s, 2000s, when they were talking about rich people and owning a business in rap songs, they were talking about Donald Trump. Yep, they, exactly. They called his name out to be so. Yep. And, and then... And Mac Miller made a whole song about that's him. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and um, so did um, Mac, I think. Um, I he... All knows his first album. That's it. <laughs> and... <laughs> he um there's like an interview of a young Donald Trump and how he said he would run the Republican because they're easily manipulated or something along those lines 
And he would brought that up. He was like, oh, my people are bad. I'm like, don't talk about my president. Yeah. You know, or ain't, ain't, ain't nothing like yeah. he's saying what he's, the man said, right? Yeah, so, I just quote what he I said. I just quote what he said. And he could change his mind. Yeah. Right? So that, that's the other thing, too. So, like, a lot of people who do get canceled, one, like, this Joe Rogan thing or, like, anyone else that of high higher status like him if they do something wrong in this day and age people will go back to old tweets and stuff like that that anyone like i remember camilla cabello at one point got almost canceled because of her saying stupid stuff as when she was a teenager you know and it's just like can can people not change or not grow from what they were like because i know when i was a kid or a teenager I'm pretty sure I said some stupid and probably racist things as well. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm older, I'm just like, yeah, I, I was, yeah, <laughs> I was an idiot as a kid. Even now, like when I talk to Roth, just about like how shallow and like cool I thought I was, mm-hmm. or and stuff like that. And it's like I did some really dumb things and I was really mean to a couple people. And now that I'm older, it's like I was an idiot. <laughs> like I'm not that person no more. You know. Exactly. She didn't get a bid for an organization. Well, I'm stuck in Mobile, Alabama, working in a job. You know what she's doing? She is a producer in freaking Hollywood. Nice. Okay. Yeah. She had where? She made it. Yeah, she made it. <laughs> and now she gets to look at all these girls who didn't give her a bid and like, boop, boop, fuck you. Yeah. So, I, my, um, my little nephew is kind of, I guess like you said, you were as a kid, he's like, just saying whatever the hell he wants. Like, I don't like this because of this. Or, I don't like this girl because we're big. He's like, this big. And I was like, yeah. you were shallow. Right. AF. Don't talk to me like that. Don't yeah. talk. Don't tell me those things. Because I don't want to hear it. Yeah. That's why you ask him. Because I love you. Because <laughs> I, I love you. I do not want to not love you. <laughs> right. Don't make me not love you. Don't make me not love you. Okay. So going into that too, something that I recently kind of found out was that more or less I've somehow become a mentor to a younger person. (laughs) And so I had lunch with this person, you know, he just asked me to lunch one day. He's like, Hey, are you busy? You know, I need some advice on this and that. And uh, so I went with him and he just asked me some, some things about education and stuff like that. And because he's going to college and he's thinking about, I don't know if he's thinking about quitting, but he's definitely thinking about taking a break, which I'm all for. Um, if you need to do something to, you know, find out exactly what you want to do, because why waste money? Like, why, why go to college if you're not sure if that's exactly what you want to do, you know? And so that was the advice I gave, I gave him. And, but, you know, like being Asian is, uh, you know, Asian parents, especially, uh, parents that are first generation they're just they want you to go to college if you know i'm not saying education is not important Mm -hmm. but if you you don't know what you're doing then you know don't waste time or money Mm -hmm. doing that you know Mm -hmm. and so my question to you was like how important is education to you today it is 
if I could go back and tell myself what to do, I would have gone all the way down high school. Really? No. I would have gone to military. Um, or went to a trade school. Because the American dream... Well, the reason, yeah, I, I, uh, the reason I also asked you is because you actually have degrees, mm-hmm. right? You're mm-hmm. what, um, marine biologist, right? Oh, yes, I can't swim. Nah, <laughs> I was just a general biologist. General biologist, and then you get your, um, what was your secondary? It was uh, psychology. psychology. Yeah. yeah. I thought I needed <clears throat> those things to succeed. Mm. And that's not exactly true, but if you have the opportunity or you have a chance for someone to pay for your college, go. Because yeah. you guys will do it yourself. Really think about it. <laughs> but if you, if you can get a free education, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I do think that it's smart for you to tell someone, don't waste your time and your money if you don't know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You, you, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. Right. So now well, what am I out here doing? Teaching myself how to code. Right. And that's probably something I should have did. And, then, and that's what I told him, too. It's just like, I'm sure you do. And a lot of us know people who don't have degrees who are actually making a viable, you know, living and career of, of something they're into now. And mm-hmm. it's not necessarily, you know, they didn't go to school for it. It's something they probably, one, learned on site, or two, learned off the freaking internet. You know, yeah. and that's what I told them nowadays. Like, dude, you can go to Google and get a Google certificate. It may not be like a bachelor's degree, but some people nowadays, they don't care. Yeah. It's just a piece of paper to say, hey, I took training. I know a little bit about this. Yeah. You know? I do think that you should at least get your high school diploma if you can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, but, high school first. Yeah, high school first. Even though it doesn't really matter because they don't teach you shit in high school. They do not. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, teacher friends. Yeah. But uh, um, even places like Google and Facebook now are not requiring a four-year degree. Really? They just want to know that you can do it. You mm-hmm. can show you can do it. They yeah. Don't really yeah, I mean, we were missing out on a lot of good talent because they had that situation. Right, that's why I think <laughs> on on the record, off the record. Mm. Uh, so, like, if you if you browse, indeed, mm. say say you are looking for a job. I'm not saying I'm looking for a job, hypothetically speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> for it. Uh, if you look on Indeed or something like that, like a lot of that stuff can scare you because you know some of the requirements they do list is. Oh, bachelor's degree and so and so, and you're like, well, I don't got that, so I'm not even gonna try to apply. Yeah. Well, seven years experience for an entry level position. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. How are you entry level <laughs> position, but you require <laughs> you seven years of experience? What? Get out of yeah. here. Yeah. No, you're right. It it does deter a lot of people, and I've gotten to a point where, you know, like if I ever apply, I'm just going to apply. Yeah. I'm not going but that's hard to, when that's all you've been taught when you were mm. young, so you got to go to school, you got to do this, you want. So in the, in the, I guess you have kind of already answered that. It was like, back in the day, would you, like, yeah, they would say college is important, but for kids this day and age, would you would you say that, hey, you have to go to college? I wouldn't say you have to, but I would definitely say start thinking about what you want to do in your life. I didn't well into, yeah, too late. Well into college, like right. I was about to graduate, and then I said, "Damn, what do I do?" Or I could have done before and then gotten out, and then they would have paid for it. Right, <laughs> right. So, so, was that your 
main selling point in joining the military was they would pay for your education. Oh, well, see, I already got the education, right? Right. So they weren't going to pay a lot. <laughs> uh, my little contract was uh, they pay up to a certain amount for my student loans, right? And uh, my, per- my reason for joining was after I got out of college, it was 2008, and I was going to you know, start my the world or the U.S. was a pile of crap. Like, no yeah. one could keep a job. No one could get a job. So, yeah. so I was like, I was applying to anything and everything with this degree that told me that it was going to open doors for me. Right. Uh, and nothing was happening. And I just felt like I was just kind of existing to this huge student loan debt. Yep. So, joined the military. Some, but some people, it's weird. Like, they're, they're okay with that, especially, like, people who study be nurses and doctors and stuff like that. They can make buku bucks, and yeah, they could probably pay off their loan, but they don't because they're like, it's gonna, it's always gonna be there. It's yeah, not going nowhere. So I'm just, yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna pay the bare minimum and live yeah. how I want to live with the this buku bucks that I'm making, you know? Yeah. But they get burned out real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, and what you said, that's what I tell my son. You know, like for anyone younger, like this this kid, like he's. He's asking me, you know, to give him advice. And I obviously just hit him with, one, um, first, I was like, I don't even know how you consider me a mentor. I don't have my shit together. <laughs> he's like, no. He's like, yeah. He's like, I know I know you don't have your shit together, but, you know, I admire, you know, the way you live. And I'm not That's trying awesome. to sit there and, you know, pat myself on the back or anything. But to me, I'm just like, like how I, I, the way I look at myself, it's like, how am I a mentor to anybody? But. So I know I'm around a, a group of young kids. I'm around my son, which I wish I could commu- you know, communicate better with him. But what I tell them is just like, I'm not your dad, so I can't give you this advice. And I'm not saying, you know, my word is, you know, the end all be all. But here's what I would tell my son. Mm-hmm. And which I've, I've been telling, you know, my son, you know, exactly what you said. You're, you're getting into your senior year of high school. I'm not saying you need to have it all together, but you need to start considering and thinking about things you enjoy doing yeah. or you might like doing. That way you can, one, turn it into a profit or find some kind of job or career to where you don't, you know, like hate sitting in front of a computer mm-hmm. for 8 to 12 hours a day. Unless you like it. Yeah, unless, I mean, unless you like it. But, you know, it it's definitely uh, soul-draining. <laughs> Exactly. So you're like, I need to do this, and if I had, maybe this would have been better for me. So why don't you do it? Right. I have a good friend um, lives out of state. Could have been a pro baseball player, and just and now he has a son. He's a senior. Well, he he graduated last year. More talented than him, but just doesn't want to work. Right. And didn't pick a school or anything. So I think he's just filled there out. Yeah. It's just infuriating for them that he's just, it's like he's just wasting away. Yeah, and that's that's one thing I kind of, we kind of dove into is like you you want the best for you know your own kid mm-hmm. or yet alone someone younger than you, but it's also like so the advice I had to give was you have to consider or you have to weigh in. Are you out to make a lot of money or are you out to have this like 
better way of life. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, do you want to make a lot of money or you want to live happy? And people like me, I'm on, I'm on that stage where I just want to live happy. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, making money helps and <laughs> making money pays it's the cool. Yeah, making, <laughs> making good bit of money pays the bills right now. But a lot of people are very, well, very content or happy with just working their regular, you know, nine to five and coming home and just living living life and relaxing to their hobbies and yeah. that's perfectly fine if that's that if that's what makes you happy and that's what you want your life to be then live it you know that's what i told him i was like because he, he's at that point where he's like i am kind of content right now of just you know going to my server job coming home and you know playing video games or whatever i'm like well you know i kind of see my son going down that route too but you have to also to me, like you have to show that you're trying. Yeah. You, you also have to contribute. So, like, I always tell my son, like, I'll, I'll never kick you out of my house, but you also have to show me that you're contributing or mm -hmm. helping out. You know, because mm -hmm. in the end, it's kind of like they're your, they're still your kid. Yeah. Yeah. They're still. They're still. <laughs> 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 All right, and on that note, I think we'll end the podcast. Uh, that was a great conversation. Um, quick and easy, straight to the point. Uh, it's always good catching up with you, Mandy. And like I said, you are one of the original co's, so I hope to have you and Jacqueline, and hopefully one day David on more, but he's about to be a daddy. So, yeah, Papa big David. Papa David! Papa David! And Mama Michelle! Oh. <laughs> we can't wait to see their kid. But, uh, yeah, on that note, um, don't forget to check out our social media, uh, Instagram, friends underscore of underscore flavor. Um, I'm trying to actually join TikTok. Mm. And one, it's a circle of um, waste of time. Mm. But it's also, uh, <laughs> everyone's on there. So you can make, like, literally, I made my first, like, reel or video. And it had, like, 400-something views. Wow. Was, whatever. Split. Yeah, compared to like just doing something on Instagram, it's like you don't really get a lot. But everyone's on TikTok, so they're just they and it could just be literally someone just bored, just swiping, mm -hmm. like whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, we see baby TikTok. Yeah, in that case, uh, don't forget to check on your friends, but more importantly, don't forget to check on yourself. Peace.